I'm Michael. And this is Prospects vs. Stokes Podcast, where we bring you our thoughts on Prospects League Baseball. News, notes, opinions, and our favorite happenings. Thanks for joining us for episode four. Okay, so we are about two weeks into the season now, and it's time to start looking at what's going on in the standings. We can start uh, trying to maybe see how some of our predictions are going and see how uh, how things are shaking out for the season because, uh, you know, it is a short season. It's it's a 60-game season, uh, 10 weeks, and so, you know, at five weeks, that's, that's the first half. And so uh, we're taking a look at the standings as of, uh, as of this morning, Saturday, June the 11th. We're taking a look at the standings. And uh, what what's kind of jumping out to you? Any, any surprises or anything that's kind of going the way that you thought it would? Well, I mean, my surprise is Champion City's record so far. They're sitting at 3-6 and six with one win streak. And their last 10 games is 3-6. and six. They're in last place in the Ohio really, River Valley Division. Sorry. Um, and, you know... They're just not going the way that they thought their season was going to go so far. I mean, they've lost to basically every team in the division of the Ohio River Valley. Yeah, I'm I'm going to I'm definitely going to agree with you on that one. Um I although I do have to I I know I realized I kind of started this with okay, it's you know, it's been 2 weeks where we're kind of, you know, we're enough into the season we can start making some um you know, making some assessments on this kind of stuff, that is still pretty early, especially figuring the fact that coming, you know, as, as we woke up this morning, Chillicothe's at the top of the division, five and three. Okay, that's that's only two and a half games difference. Um, and some of those games have been really close um, in this uh, in this division too. So uh, this is still anybody's division, but I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm surprised that that Champion City is uh, is three and six in the in this division but i i will not be surprised at all if that if that turns around if that turns around really soon um one that i'm going to say was a bit of a surprise to me is that the uh the alton river dragons are crushing it they won like their first six in a row lost two but then they came back and they've won two in a row since then they're They've actually they've gotten ten games in in the Prairie Land Division in the Western Conference. They're eight and two. Um, can can anybody can anybody in the Prairie Land Division catch them? Well, that's a very good question. Like you said before, it is very early in the league, but you know at least one team I think that can catch them is the Cape Catfish. I mean, they're doing really good in the division right now. I mean, they're second place, five and five, only one loss in their in their streak right now. They're doing really good, and if they play really hard and, like, really tough, the way they've been going, I think they'll be able to catch them anytime soon. And I got to point out before we get done with this part that my uh, my my preseason pick, the Danville Dans, they're, they're sitting at 6-4. and four. The Wabash River Division is looking really, really tough. Right now, uh, Illinois Valley is the only team in that division that has a losing record, and that's 4-5. and five. So, you know, one, one good, one good game, they're back to 500 and that Wabash River division. um, I mean, we gotta, we gotta look for those teams just kind of beat each other up uh, here pretty soon and even out some of those records, but man, they are all just tearing it up this year. Yeah. I mean, especially Terre Haute Rex. I mean, 
their past couple games, like you said, beat Chillicothe, they beat West Virginia, they beat Champion City. You know, they're they came close to the Rex. They're just really they're really their hitting is really over the charts right now. You know, playing against the West Virginia Miners last night, you know, scoring 13 and only letting the Miners score two that game. Um, I mean, that's just crazy. And we saw what the Rex did over past two years. They have not been this good for a very long time. Yeah, so they're especially their their home fans are going to be uh, they're going to be looking for them to to uh, to kind of make them run here and uh, really give them something to something to cheer about as we finish up the rest of the first half. Well, let's uh, we've talked a little bit about some teams that are doing well. Let's let's uh, take a minute to take a look at a couple of players that are doing well. I want to start with this one, and this one was a, was a surprise to me. Um, it's a it's a redshirt sophomore, so he's a little um, you know a little older than uh, than you might come in as, as a sophomore. Um, but you know, pitching, good pitching is such a premium in this league. And when you when you get a really dominant pitcher um, who can make it happen, you know, game after game after game, that can really make a team help a team go a long way. And so I've got to point out Nick Lalathan from the Chillicothe Paints. Again, when we, uh, by the time we woke up this morning, he's pitched in three games. He's gone thirteen and two thirds innings. Uh, in those thirteen and two thirds, he's allowed six hits. Two earned runs. He's got five walks, but he's got 13 strikeouts. And he's got a, just a an absolutely tiny ERA of 1.32. Um, in, a, in a league where it's it's not uncommon to see teams scoring 10 runs in, in a night, uh, having a, a 1.32 ERA is huge. Um, especially when you get down to the when you get down to the point where um, it gets to the playoffs. And I know that's a long way away still, but when it gets to the playoffs and it's you've got to win one game, having a hammer like Nick Lalathan is, uh, I mean, that is just a great way to be able to, to pull back and say, you know, and have a lot of confidence going into a game, whether that's home or away. Well, yeah, I mean, if we're talking about Ohio River Valley, you know, my player would have to be Eddie Leon. Um, you know, he's has... Two home runs. Uh, he struck out eight times. He's averaging 263, 73, my bad. Um, and 22 at-bats, six runs, six hits. That's really good. I mean, especially if you have only two home runs and six of those are RBIs. Yeah, I mean, he, um, for the minors, uh, this is a guy, I mean, the minors have... Um, had a little bit of a uh, little bit of a stumble out of the gates. They're three and five. Not probably not exactly where they'd want to be, but not not out of things by any means. But when you got a guy like Eddie Leone, the way he's hitting, um, you when you're scoring six runs and you've knocked in six, uh, that's that's a lot of offense. You are generating a, a lot of offense, and that is the kind of a guy that can absolutely take over a, take over a team and put him on his back and carry them all the way. Uh, carry him a long way in a, in a short season and in playoffs. So um, I agree. A guy like Eddie Leone is uh, if he can if he can keep these kind of numbers up, um, 
get a little hot streak going in there somewhere too. Um, I mean, six hits, four of them are for extra bases. That's, this is a guy that's, that's seeing the ball really well. And when he puts the bat on the ball, it can go a long way and he can run, uh, he can run a long way when he, when he does it. So, uh, that's a, uh, that's a great pick. And I definitely look for, uh, for Eddie to have a, a fantastic, uh, rest of the, the first half of the season. But there's, there's a, there's another guy that I think we probably ought to mention, in uh, in the East, and again, this is uh, somebody from the Ohio River Valley Division playing for Johnstown. Um, DJ Alexander is back for that team. He played last year, but uh, dealt with some injury. Uh, had to uh, kind of shut it down early. But but he's back now, and we actually got to see him in person. He DH'd. Uh, he's usually a very uh, just a fantastic defensive outfielder. He. Uh, been playing a lot lately though and so they dh'd him to kind of to keep his bat in the lineup and give him a little chance to rest um what do you what are you seeing out of what are you seeing out of dj this year well i mean he's really good in the outfield you he's quick and you know for just a guy in center field want to definitely have him in the field when it comes to you know the paints or the kings or the aviators rex danville you definitely want to like for those teams that can hit big in the outfield you definitely want to have guys like DJ Alexander for you on your team in the outfield and just what I see from him so far I mean he's just a really good he's good at hitting he does it all yeah um you know it's you you hear it a lot uh you hear it a lot when you talk to the coaches people in baseball you you cannot coach speed there's a lot of things you can coach in this game but but speed is not one of them and speed can do a lot of great things for you when you've got a a speedy center fielder you can do a lot of things you can cut down base hits in the alley you can turn doubles into singles you can turn possible triples into doubles uh, you can even turn possible doubles into outs uh, when you've got a when you've got some speed out there in center field and Speed just changes the entire game when you when you've got a base stealing threat on base because that suddenly that makes the defense think about so many more things and I I don't think we can bypass the fact that these are still players who are getting used to playing together uh, and so when you're making the defense think about all hot more things what are they going to do what's what's going to happen if he steals who's going to cover um what kind of a pitch is the pitcher going to throw how is the catcher going to receive the throw and and throw to second if there are two people on where is the throw going to go um when you start making the defense think about more of those kind of things the more the defense is thinking about what's going on on the bases the less they're making uh like making the game simple and trying just to get outs and so his speed game uh it plays all the time in the in the field and at bat uh DJ is just a, a a real special player, and I'm glad we're getting to watch him again this year. All right, a little bit more news from the uh, from the prospect league this year. Um, a a new team is getting ready to be announced for 2023, and they have not announced their name yet. What their uh, their team name is going to be. But they have announced five finalists. This is Jackson, Tennessee. And so this is in the western part of Tennessee, kind of between, uh, between Nashville and Memphis. 
And so, but they have announced that they have some finalists. Quentin, um, what do you, what do you think? We were kind of looking through this list of, of possible names earlier. What do you, uh, any, any names on that list that jump out at you that you're thinking, okay, this is a clear favorite for what this team should be called? Well, I mean, there's five good names on here. Um, and, you know, one that really stands out to me is um, the Hub City Hubcaps. Yeah, there's been a couple of teasers that have come out on their Facebook page, and the first one I saw made it look like they were that that was probably where they were going. But they've they've put out a couple more teasers since that that lean towards uh, towards some of the other names. Um, Hub City Hubcaps. That's <laughs> that's such an interesting name. Um, okay, that's um, could be. I that that could end up being the one. But you know, I, me being a being a music fan and. Uh, playing some guitar, I'm really leaning towards them being either the Jackson Blue Suede's or the Jackson Rockabillies. Uh, both of those names, I think, are just super fun names. You can do a ton with, with those names. So if, if they pick either one of those, I, I'm good. I think I, would, I think I would lean more towards the Rockabillies. My, myself, I, I just, that's, that's where my heart would go. If, if I had, a, if I had a, a vote in this, uh, in this uh, choice, that, I think that's where, that's where I would go. Um, but either way, however this ends up, on the 21st, they, they have said that they're going to be announcing what their team name is for this team that's coming into the league in 2023. And so we look forward to Jackson coming in. I uh, seriously doubt we're going to have any Chillicothe field trips, uh, or any Chillicothe road trips to Jackson. Uh, so we may not see them unless it's a championship game. Uh, but you never know. Uh, that could happen. That could happen year one. We've had some pretty good. We've had some teams come into the league and do some real damage in their first year. So we'll see what happens. Best of luck to the uh, to the folks in Jackson, uh, Jackson, Tennessee, coming into the uh, into the prospect league next year. What do you think, Quentin? Anything else we want to do before we wrap up today? Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, you guys are just gonna have to stay tuned for episode five. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got some things in the works. We've got some guests that we want to bring in to talk uh, to talk about uh, some new things uh, coming up. We want to talk. Uh, we want to hear from you too. We want to uh, head for our website, prospectsforsuccess.org. Uh, you've got a way to contact us there. Let us know the kind of stuff you want to hear us talk about, the kind of stuff that you would like to uh, that you would like to uh, have on a, a future episode. Uh, some of the people that you might like to talk to on future episodes. We've got some of that in the works, too. Hopefully, we can uh, bring you more of that as the season wears on. And uh, if you happen to be in uh, if you happen to be in the Chillicothe area and you want to come to a game and say hi to us, we will be on, for most games, we will be on the uh, third base side. Uh, just ask any of the uh, third base coaches from any of the teams. They can tell you who we are. They'll point you to us. And uh, so we will... Uh, I uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the, uh, the Prospect League season. Enjoy the rest of our podcast episodes. And we will see you at the ballpark.